So, you know, oh, evergreen at Mesquite, it's for senior citizens, senior living, they say. So they only have showers. And I told you that I get in there and I turn around and put my nose in the corner to pray. And I stand there for a good 15 minutes. That's just getting y'all in there. <coughs> my other people, so I'm praying. So I get in my corner and I'm praying. I got the hot water hitting my back because that helps. And I'm noticing that my feet and up above my ankles are getting wet. Well, the shower was going to go over. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So I turn it off and get through that. So I call him. I said, listen, the shower was stopped up. And I really, really upset. Anyway, they said, okay, well, we'll bring somebody down. Well, about an hour later, I had to go in there and, you know, use the facilities. And I looked and the water was down. Uh-huh. So I called him back. I said, hey, the shower's gone down. You know, maybe it was just a fluke. Maybe, you know, whatever it was, it went away. Well, I'll still put them on, I'll put you on the list just to make sure. I went, okay. Get in there the next morning, get in my little corner to pray, and the shower hitting my back, and lo and behold, water comes up again. Oh, went, Satan, I know you're doing this, you dirty, rotten stinker, and Jesus didn't go away. Step out of the shower, <sighs> go call. Well, now, I know I had you on that list. Oh, well, I hope you did. Well, we'll put some Drano in it. Okay. So I had to leave, and when I came back, I could smell Drano. So it's working good now. So now I can pray in my corner. Yes, I can pray, you know, everywhere else, but it's just something about my nose in that corner. It's just like me and God, we're just, it's awful. I hope you find a place that you can pray that you feel good at. Oh, God. No, you're not hurting. You feel great. So, anyway, we're going to talk a little today about keep on praying, but you're not getting any answers, or you feel like you're not getting fulfilled. And you think, well, why is this happening? Well, I have a few things just to tips to go over, just very lightly. We're not going to spend a thousand hours, because then that way the pastor wouldn't be able to preach and he'd be mad at me. Sometimes our faith just goes down. It's because there's so much stuff that's going on and we just, you know, it seems like you get banged up, banged up, banged up all the time and you just want release. And then while we're getting banged up, Satan will come in and tell you, well, let me tell you why God's not answering your prayer because you're a dirty, rotten sinner. You know, nobody really likes you. I, I went through all that last night. I haven't been through suicidal thoughts in so long. Oh, man, I hate Satan. Anyway, another thing is you might have unforgiveness. Unforgiveness. Somebody in here has unforgiveness. And not to say anything ugly, but God doesn't want us just to be dormant either. You think, well, okay, I'll come and I'll sit, listen to that crazy woman, and then I'll listen to that great pastor. Boy, I got out of that one, didn't I? And... <laughs> the knowledgeable pastor. And I went to church, so I'm good. So I don't need to do anything during the week. I don't need to talk about God. I don't need I don't need to, to represent the Father. I don't need to do what He wants me to. I don't need to help someone that probably needed help. I don't need to do what the Holy Spirit wants me to do. If you're sitting and being dormant and feel like you can't do anything for God, that is grieving the Holy Spirit. 
the Holy Spirit, every morning when we get up and we say our prayer and thank you God I'm alive and so on and so forth, ask the Holy Spirit to show you what it is that he wants you to do for the day. You go, well, I, I just, I'm shy. I don't want to talk to people. You've got to get over your shyness. You've got to be strong. You've got to tell. That's what we're here for, disciples, to tell people about our glorious Jesus that died on the cross for us so we may have eternal life. Let's not grieve the Holy Spirit. Um, another thing, saying ugly things, that's just meaning by cursing, which I'm so proud of myself, I haven't cursed in so long. Uh, maybe putting people down, maybe judging people. Have you this past week may have said something that was critical about someone? Did you judge them? Did, was you ugly to them? Did you kind of knock them down a little bit when they were already down? You know, we've got to be careful of our words because words stick with us. Even if we act like we're joking, but we go ahead and say something ugly because we're joking about it. We, we're here to edify. That's what the church is for, is to edify one another. <clears throat> and that means building each other up. That's why we come on Sundays as a group because we're all Christians in here, I hope. We're here together to build each other up so we can get through that week and come back on Sunday. We build each other up so when during the week things get crazy, that we've been built up and encouraged and, and have so much faith we can get through those trials and those situations. And if you're not in a situation right now, you will be. <clears throat> That's how we learn. You learn from experience, you learn from trouble, but don't let people put you down. Don't let people get you in a bad mood. I, when I used to work at the Lone Star Gas, uh, you know, you'd be in a good mood and you're working and doing stuff and then somebody comes in and says some things and just kind of brings you down a little bit. You think, oh, no, I'm not going to be in a bad mood. And then all of a sudden you take over their personality. That happens all the time. You've got to be encouraging, positive. You've got to encourage one another. That's what we're here for, to building up the body. Building up the body, B-U-T-B. Building up the body, that's what we're doing at Bartimaeus Temple. We've got to build each other up. Uh, of course, if you see someone sinning, you know, take them in private and go, hey, uh, you know, blah, 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 so this or that. If that doesn't work, then you get two more people and you go together. That didn't work, you get your pastor involved, the church involved, and then, it, then you don't want to go to church anymore. I'm not talking about sin. I'm talking about just edifying someone. And go to a person and go, hey, you know what? God loves you, and I do too. Can I pray for you about anything? And trust me, most people go, no, not really. I go, you don't need any prayer. Well, that is amazing. Let me live at your house. Um, letting people make you angry. You know, it's so easy, especially the ones that you really care for. They can say something and then you just, you just get so angry. And that anger just takes over. And then we waller in it some. 
and then we have an angry day, and then we may take it on somebody that we love. Why are you smiling, Pastor? <laughs> I guess I've made him angry before. <laughs> anyway, you can't take out your anger on other people. It, you can't do that. You've got to build up people. I need to build you up. And hey, if you're struggling, like right now, I'm really struggling, and I need y'all to pray for me. I really do. I am really struggling. That's when you ask for, hey, I need help. I need help. And then, But you come to build each other up. We're going to have people out here on the 16th who want to be encouraging, positive, and we want to learn Spanish real quick. But we just, you know, we just need to be positive. That was, you know, we used to have something that was um, said about our church. I always felt so welcome when I was there. People would say that. Y'all make me feel so comfortable. That's great. But hey, let's be known for prayer and for meeting needs and helping you achieve your goals. And if you feel like you don't have a purpose or a plan anymore, get with somebody because you need prayer. If you're here today and you're breathing, you have a purpose and plan for God. God has a purpose and plan for you, I mean. Now, sometimes things don't go away because our desires don't line up with God. You know, you go, well, I keep praying for this, whatever it is, and I keep praying but does it line up with God's word? Does it line, is it my desire the same as God for me? Uh, God knows best. If you keep getting a no, 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 then just know that it's not right for you. Now, if you're in situations, God will shut a door right in your face and you think, oh, no. But you pray about it, you go, thank you, God, that I didn't take that door. He will open a window for you. He will give you what you need. He will give you an escape of what you need. He loves you. Is your eyes hurting, Jim? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. My mouth too, by the way. Mm -hmm. I, I'm sorry because mine are burning off myself. My right eye especially. But we know we need to pray for one another. And like, man, I go, you know, in my little corner. And when I go to Deborah, I always laugh because I'm praying for their dog. Emily is her name. And I pray for Ben and uh, Kathy and Benny's peanut. And I'm going, are we praying about dogs now? Okay. And, you know, I'm praying for my dog because I don't know where she's at. They gave her away. And I just, I don't know. It's just important that we, that's what God wants me to tell you today. It's important that we become a church. Uh, well, my goodness, they're just having lots of money. Pray for whoever's in it. I know, and there's been so many chases lately. Uh, it's to build up, building up one another, not tearing down. So if you have any sin in your life, you go, well, I don't know if I do or not. Well, maybe you should ask the Holy Spirit to reveal that to you. You need to take time out for God. You need to have a quiet time for God. You just be you and him, read some verses, read the Bible, whatever it is that you want to do, and then talk to God. That's how we talk to God. That's how we communicate, Jim, is praying to God, is praying to God. You pray to make that connection, and only you can do it. Nobody else can do it for you. I can pray, Don, 
hey, I pray you and God hook up and that you get prayer and good life. But it's up to you. Your intimacy with the Lord, that's up to you. And if you don't take out time for God, your day's not going to go good, I'm telling you. Things are not going to go good if you don't live your life for God. And by that, I mean, don't put anything else on the throne besides Him. No sports. Yeah, I make fun with Pastor all the time about the Cowboys. Of course, they let me down, but the Chiefs didn't. But anyway, we can't put football, we can't put soccer, we can't put our spouse up there, which I don't know if anybody could have put their spouse on a pedestal, but you know, hey, I used to, but that just didn't turn out. But anyway, putting things or people, boyfriends, relationships, friendships, eating, um, anything that takes you away from the will of God. We've got to put him back on the throne. Put him back on the throne. Put him back on the throne. What is it in my life that is making me, or not making, I'm allowing it to happen, taking away my time with God? Because God misses us. I have a friend, this is how, I don't think I'm terrible, but I had to be honest. I had a friend come, she said, will you please pray for her granddaughter? Because her granddaughter says, when you pray, things happen. Well, no, it's just my faith. And God said, you know, I'm not her first love anymore. I'm not, you know, they quit going to church, which, you know, and this is a friend of mine. I don't want to tell them what they're doing wrong. And they're not, their focus is not on God anymore for first. And, oh, I was burning. And the dog, the granddaughter wants to be cheerleader. She's trying out again. So I called and I said, listen, I've talked to God. And this is strictly, I love you, but I'm going to tell you, your first love, excuse me, it's not God anymore. You're not focused. You're not leading, leading, ooh, leading your day off by praising God, by talking to God, by doing what God wants you to. You've got, and this girl was so devout. Oh, my goodness, she talked about Jesus all the time. And just and we all do that though. We all get away from it sometimes. You know, when God will heal us or unexpected money comes in, we're just woo, oh God, Jesus, yes, 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 yes. And then, you know, because he's answered our prayer, well by the time he answers our prayer, we're all already griping and whining about something else. We've got to be grateful. Look at all the things that God does for us. We've got to be grateful grateful. Even though she makes a crummy meal, Pastor, you're going to have to be grateful for that meal. Well, she didn't usually cook because it's hard for her. But if she, whatever she does, you've got to be grateful. A grateful heart. A heart full of love and to encourage and just go, you know, you're the most beautiful woman in the whole world that I think. You know, you have to compliment. You have to enjoy who God has put in your life. Okay. 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 Uh, like I said, someone in here has unforgiveness for something. Someone let you down. Someone said something to you. And I just want to encourage you to have forgiveness. 
because if you don't forgive, it's it's a battle. You're going to be in a battle. You're giving ground to Satan. Uh, it's not a good place to be in. You want to forgive because that's what the Bible tells us to forgive. Forgive, and sometimes it's really hard because man, they can hurt you. I dealt with that yesterday. Oh, so mad. I was going, oh, I just hate them. And I'm going, Priscilla Lynn, Whitmore. I have so many other names. Aaron Hawk, Riser, Whitmore. I'm like, stop that. You don't hate anybody. Oh, but I do. No, you don't. I mean, it's like a war within myself. I'm going, you're crazy. No, I'm not. I'm like, oh my gosh, stop it. So I just started singing praise songs. Just started singing praise songs. You know, sometimes you just get under it. You've got to get with God and just let him take over and just say, okay, God, I'm giving it all to you right now. I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. And that's the best place to be sometimes because God goes, amen. I've been wanting to do this stuff in your life, but you keep taking it over. Take it to me. Leave it there. Walk away. And I will do what I need to do in your life. God does not need Priscilla to tell him what to do. I mean, he probably laughs at sometimes when I go, you know what you could do? You probably, ha, 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 ha. He doesn't need anybody in here to tell him what to do. Okay, I wanted it out. Okay. All right, anyway, the one with unforgiveness, all you have to do is just ask God to help you forgive those words, forgive how they treated you through God's eyes. Help you to forgive this person. Help you to forgive what happened. Help you to forgive the situation. I've got a praise. I'm not patting myself on the back, but I told you yesterday was really a bad, rough day for me. And especially like last night, I was just in a dark place. I was lonely at a place that doesn't feel like home. And I was feeling sorry for myself. And I said, God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry you've done so many good things to me. And I said, I just need you. And honest to goodness, about that time, my phone, I got a notification. And it was from a man that was married to one of my friends. This was long ago, 40 years ago at least. 40, 35 maybe. And he said, Priscilla, and he said, this is so-and-so, I don't know if you remember me, but this is blah, 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 blah. He said, you prophesied over me one time after I got saved, and because I had cancer when I was 15 or 16, and the doctor said that I couldn't have kids, but you said, you know what, God is going to let you have kids, and it's going to be a little girl. And he said, I went to back to the doctor years later, and I said, "There is, you are perfectly fine. You can have children." They chose not to have children at the time because they were older. And his wife that he's married to now has a daughter. That he goes, "I love her like my own. I love this girl. She is everything to me, and I love her." He goes, "I just wanted to tell you, thank you for being bold." and telling me what God told you to say to me. And that just made such a difference in my life. You know, it's just the little things that God does to help us out of the trials and the tribulations. 
My life is so good. I hate that I get so down. But the church is to edify, and whoever has unforgiveness, I just pray you let that go today. And let's please watch the things that we say. Because me just saying that I hate this person, that's not of God, because God loves everybody. God loves everybody. We can't judge, we can't tear down. If we want to build the church up, we're going to have we're going to have to be disciples, and we're going to have to get out of our little box, step out of that convenience, that comfort box, and be what it is that God wants us. Dear Heavenly Father, I just love you so much. I thank you for this church. I thank you for the body, Lord, here today. If anybody is suffering from unforgiveness, I pray that you would touch them in such a way that they could release that to you and just feels so much better, Lord. When we get rid of that sin in our life, it frees us up. Father, there's people here that are really suffering with illnesses and pain. I know Pastor and Leanne and Jim's eyes, April's eyes. I know that <coughs> Don is going through so much with what he has to go through. And Father, I just pray that the Holy Spirit would touch these people that are in pain and it you would ease that pain, Father. Help them. Help them, Lord, just to rely on you. Help us, Lord, even though we're down for the count, we think we think sometimes that we still go ahead and do what it is that you want us to. Help us to listen to the Holy Spirit, Father. Father God, I pray that today the Holy Spirit would give us spiritual eyes to see, spiritual ears to listen, and a spiritual heart to take everything in. And Father, I just love you so much. I'm sorry for my sin of doubting yesterday and just wanting to give up, Lord. That's really not me, God. It was just a circumstance, but thank you that you forgive me. I love you so much in Jesus' name. Thank you for this time. Now we give it to you. Amen. Amen. Amen.